as Zadarok Sunblight, uh, the life leaves his body and his embiggened corpse sort of crumbles to the floor and then I imagine resumes its normal size after the embiggen wears off. Um, <laughs> we had to settle on that so we couldn't bring the corpse of the guy like this. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, you see that um, because he had uh, eschewed his armor and was uh, going at you bare-chested, you can see that his body is covered in uh, tattoos, which your detect magic that you constantly ping is pinging the same sort of low-level, um, like, residual divine magic that comes from all Chartelin. Yep. Uh, and you supposed that his tattoos were made from ink derived from a Chartelin base. Um, the biggest and grandest uh, being across his back that said, she who was the jailer has become the prisoner, which are words that one of you has heard before. Definitely not creepy in any way. None whatsoever. Uh, but I think it's probably fine. And before we go any further, just so that everybody remembers what they want to remember about Kate's new character, since she is new to the party, he is new to the party, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go over a description real quick, just so that we're all got the mental picture locked in? Uh, yeah. Um, while I have my little, I'll, I'll do it while I have the picture. Mm. That's yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. So, Makati comes from the same assassin clan as Pavu. Um. Reports to a woman called the Mother um, was on a mission here collecting glass for Mother um, and got caught. And then you guys busted him out. Um, he he's like everything's cold out here, but like Makati is always cold, like always cold to the touch. Like not a comforting person to like be around or, like, shake hands with or anything. Just a, your typical, like, like, dragonborn-looking motherfucker. Mm. With, like, some interesting scars and stuff. Mm. And skinny. Yeah. Very skinny. Not like a, like, you know, in mechanically, strength score zero. <laughs> so, like, a very, like, slight kind of... Yeah. Wiry. <laughs> Not even wiry, just ten, scrawny. Ten yeah. yeah. Um... So Makati has uh, joined the party, uh, joined you sort of mid-combat and did sort of a rushed introduction, but now that the dust has settled, you can see, looking around, there's um, there's different levels of uh, chaos going around. There is um, the, the explosion that crippled this uh, apparatus that the Duergar were rebuilding during the fight is now, uh, there's small fires breaking out and there's arcing electricity and none of you are really sure how this thing works, but you know now that it's not functioning the way it should be. Um, and whether there's a hazard related to it or not, you don't know because all the Duergar are scattering. Um, you're seeing a lot of the ones that were potential combatants with you are now fleeing towards the backside of the cave. I'm going to bring up the map again so that we can see, um, the layout because it's been a while. I'm sure we have forgotten. It's been a while. Before I forget, I know that, uh, (laughs) Sorry. I know that Kate's, Kate's new character, uh, your name one more time? Makati. Makati. Uh, indicated to us verbally that he knew, um, Pavu and Mm -hmm. had even, I think, sensed his passing or something. Smelled him. Nakati had sniffed him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Pablo's real easy to smell. Now he's a corpse. Well, yeah. But he's a frozen corpse. He was pretty easy to smell before, if we're being honest. You can't smell a popsicle. But it's there. I can try. <laughs> I mean, if you're in line at the drive-thru, <laughs> go and download a popsicle. Okay, <laughs> Lance got a purple know. ring around her nose. Shut up! <laughs> it's more blood than, like, you know. Smells blood. Metallic. Tangy. Tasty. I was seeing a big sweaty Russian guy in a tracksuit, but <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah. So you um, you engaged most of your battle with Zardarok took place over here. This is where um, the apparatus is now smoking and arcing. Um, you see a lot of like potential. Like, over here, you you had seen during the combat, like these two watchtowers were engaged <laughs> with each other. We Some think of the them... one on the left was basically against the regular dwarves who were here. Yeah, and you can see that now some of the Duergar and, and they're all wearing the same basic colors and uniforms, so it's tough to tell which side is which, aside from their actions. Some of them now are rounding up others who are trying to flee. The ones who are trying to flee are going in this direction through these double doors here um, to these sort of... You can see them on the map. You haven't seen them in, per- in person, but these side caverns over here. To get back to the Fremunda Dark. Um, 
Well, if you if you had seen that, it's a likely conclusion. <laughs> but yes. Um, meanwhile, you're over here, um, and it, it is uh, a mix of the dwarves who have been defeated are fleeing or trying to. The dwarves who were not defeated are trying to round up prisoners among those who are trying to flee. And you are being largely left alone at this point with the corpse of Zardarok. Um, Loot that bitch. Just so that we're all on the same page, uh, it has been roughly, I'm going to say, 30 minutes since you saw the dragon fly away. With all the creeping around in combat, combat doesn't take as long as you think it does, so yeah. I'm going to say roughly about 30 minutes have, have elapsed since then. That will uh, impact your plans, because you know that it was flying off towards the Ten Towns when last you saw it. Um I heard one call to loot that bitch. Is that I, what yeah, you guys mean? Help with the corpse. Uh, but also, if, if we see people, if we see Durgar trying to round up prisoners, uh, we should probably stop them. Do we care? We don't know which side won. Yeah. Zev doesn't... She can be made to care if somebody has a moral imperative. I don't. It, we can't tell which group is which. So, like, if the guys who are starting the Civil War, who, like, are inside guys from... Mind control. But are they taking? But okay, are they taking prisoners like from <clears throat> Icewind Dale? Uh, it sounds no, like these are they're they're prisoners Durgar. amongst they're the dwarves. Oh, okay. it's Durgar yeah, Durgar and Durgar 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 I misunderstood. Yeah. I thought <laughs> they were like rallying Which is why whatever we prisoners. <laughs> we whatever, whatever potential player characters we didn't get. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess based on this map that there is an irony present because we know the prison was in that top right area where we found Makati. Mm -hmm. But there is a long, probably garrison, that is at the top of the screen, and the rooms that the Duergar sleep in are smaller than the prisoners' chambers. <laughs> the Duergar are smaller, smaller than, than the prisoners. prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, that is, uh, those those observations are accurate. Still bigger than a New York apartment, though. I was going to say, it's like Bender's apartment in Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's actually a huge closet back here with a nice view. Um, <laughs> Alright, so looting Zardarok will yield not much. He wasn't wearing armor. Uh, he is wearing a uh, crown and pauldrons made of uh, chartolin. Uh, the pauldrons count as, uh, we'll call it half plate. And both parts are made of chartolin. Chartolin. Um, okay. He's also uh, wearing a spiked gauntlet. That is not magical in any sense other than the fact that it is made of chartolin. Um, Looks cool. Size for a medium humanoid. Um you could, if if you have uh, martial weapon proficiency, you could wield this. Cool. Um, I'm seeing nothing else on his sheet that indicates that he has anything else on him. We are pretty sure that Shardland makes you a crazy bitch, so I'm just going to roll it up <coughs> and stash it. Sure, sounds good. The right. crown's probably too big for any of us to wear because it's a dwarf. <laughs> um, Obviously, it's fit for Psy. Well, I can poop on that. <laughs> so what's the plan? You are you are being largely left alone by the dwarven chaos going on in other parts of the forge, and you're standing here with a corpse. The idea was floated that we try to find a uh, control center to kind of shut down the dragon, because they yes. keep referring to it as a weapon. It's obviously mm -hmm. manufactured. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know fuck all about that, because I'm a ranger. I'm from outdoors. But anybody who thinks they do know shit about that should probably do that, and I can help by killing people. After we've taken a breath, I think several say, All right. Switching to reconnaissance, then. Well, if you guys find the controls, I can try, because goblins make weird, like, mechanical machines all the time. I, I know how to control a robot. I mean, um, a golem? Or a construct? <laughs> yeah, a robot. And Una and Makati, what are you guys up to? Um, holding on to my last ten hit points. <laughs> Fair. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. I, yeah, we'll push on to Makati since he's new. If you would care to join us, you have proven yourself worthy in battle. Should be fun. Entertaining. And then we can get you home, once we're done here. Yes. Where is your home? The Cairn. At the Keep. Okay. Pavu never spoke of the Keep. I'm afraid it never came up. We shall return the news to Mother. We should retrieve his body once we're done with this, too, but first things first. Let us find some sort of control area. There's we're nothing on... You said there's, and there's nothing else on Zardalog, no, like... Nope. Okay. Um, where would you like to look for this? Well, for the uninformative corpse. Yes. Yes, it is. 
Um, <clears throat> a little bit of clarity based on what we know geographically. The bottom middle is the door to the exterior. The secret door we didn't find on the way in, right? Uh, the bottom <clears throat> middle, uh, you can't see it because unfortunately my scroll reel here is cutting it off. There's, uh, there's just another room here This dead ends. Uh, you are uh, well and truly underground here, so there is no door to the outside per se. Um, yeah, this, this hallway, which you can't see right here because of all my other pictures, is there is a room identical, like a, a pair of rooms identical to these two rooms that here and then the hallway dead ends. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and that's just an exterior wall. And as a brief refresher, we came in uh, where the uh, very crippled mind flayer was chained up at yes. the bottom right. Yeah. Uh, we went right into a room that appeared to be like some sort of a basic engineering type storage room with some occupants that we killed. Mm -hmm. There's a closet at the bottom that literally is just a closet. Yeah. We went around that hallway and then the room in the bottom right was Sardalok's private chambers. Uh, that was, let me find out for sure. I think that was his bedroom. Perhaps I need a later might know something. These are, uh, the way they are appointed... Uh, there's, there's so bed and there, there's like beds, beds closed, uh, nightstand and empty armoire, empty drawers in the nightstand. These appears to be guest quarters. Oh. Um, you know, everything's made up, but it doesn't look lived in. Okay. Um, and then all the stuff that looks like crenellated towers were crenellated towers. Yes, sir. The very top was where we found Makati. Yep. The right looks like more prison. Uh, yes. I don't think we went there, though. I don't think we went into that room, but I'm going to guess. You, you almost did, um, because this is where your stupid DM didn't uh, alert you about traps. Yeah. So a, a trap nearly went off, um, but I, I said it didn't because it was my fault for not announcing it to the rogue who would have been looking for such things. Mm. Um, yeah, you have not yet been as far back as this. So it may be worth poking a nose in there, and then the large room with the pillars that we could have come in from that we didn't Here. is the only other like major thing we haven't checked out yet. Yeah, you haven't. You basically, you haven't seen anything to the to the left. You took the right elevator. The left elevator uh, was where we got one room in, and then doubled yeah, back. and that's also the elevator that Pavu murdering dwarves came out of. So you went you went to the other elevator. Um, so yeah, there's this spot over here, and then everything pretty much on the left side of the map. Uh, I'm going to go into trap de detect mode. Yep. He detect, he protect. Yes. He uh, stabbed someone in the neck. In, in, in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so because uh, the trap had malfunctioned previously, you were able to dis disable it without any uh, problems. Okay. Um, the uh, Once the trap is disabled, this portcullis is able to be uh, raised and lowered by levers in this room. Uh, I can't really slide it over anymore, no. but entering this room, this, uh, the outer wall of this room is just, uh, a blank wall. It, it's, there's no, like, exit to the outside there. Um, but in each of these alcoves are, um, chests of various size and shape. Um, and you are naturally going to be pinging, uh, detect magic, I imagine. Of course. Uh, all right. I don't even, know, I don't even know, hold, need to hold up my sign anymore. <laughs> so each oh, alcove contains a single chest. This farthest one back uh, is the con the contents are radiating conjuration. Um, this one closest to the inside door is radiating. I think that'd be illusion. And on the chest itself, or the contents. The contents. Okay. And. Da -da. And then this last one here is radiating, I would say that's probably abjuration. Let's check these things for traps then. All right. Uh, give me a uh, checking for traps roll. I'll do investigation. <laughs> investigation. Cool. For the sake of the argument, I'll be in the four-way intersection here with the trap man. Uh, Where's everybody else going to be? I'm keeping an eye out because, like, there's still, like, shit going on. Mm, there is. Yeah. So, like, I'm keeping an eye out for all kinds of shit. All right. That's going to be a 16 for me. 16 uh, is enough to tell you that none of these are trapped. Um, you would also recognize without a roll that many of these chests, while they're very obviously of Duergar make, are um, decorated, which is unusual for Duergar stuff. They don't decorate very much. Um, but with iconography, you would recognize as being drow, uh, loth iconography, uh, Menzo Baronson specific stuff. They steal it then? 
It's entirely possible. Uh, you would also know as a drow that um, everything that happened in our Out of the Abyss campaign is canon to this. So Menzo Berenson has very recently I, been destroyed. I don't think... Well, I, I put it in Zev's the Zagro. She doesn't know that yet. Okay. She hasn't received an update from the family. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Whoops. That's why I've been doing like, hey, I should check out that Divine Mirror. I haven't heard anything mm. from my family or people giving me my mission anymore. It, it would have been several years ago at this point. <clears throat> To be fair, I also haven't heard from my family recently, so... They're probably fine. I haven't heard from your family recently, either. <laughs> your stomach rumbles every now and then. I was going to say, she farted, like, two adventures <laughs> Dad? <laughs> Grandma? Well, then, then if, it's was if it was several years ago, I guess she's already gone through that trauma, then. Okay. Uh, all right, then let's get these open. All right. Um, who was keeping an eye out for shit? Raise your hand. All right. Uh, perception rolls for the shit watchers. What? <clears throat> what this happens, huh? Fourteen. Fourteen. Nineteen. Nineteen. Hey! That is... A bunch. Uh, perception, you said? Yeah. Uh, Twenty-one. That's better than my passive by one. Uh, and what does I get? Seven. Seven. All right. So uh, we'll call it a group success. Um, and remind me, who was uh, in the pilot seat when you were piloting your mind-controlled Duergar on your illithid-powered reconnaissance missile? The one not keeping an eye out. All right. Um, so you would not recognize the the person that I'm describing, although Zev probably would. Uh, it is important things. Well, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, you okay? So you see, well, a, we had it all projected on the screen. So that's true. It was projected on the screen, so you would have seen it except for Makati, obviously. Um, but you do see an older female Duergar flanked by six guards coming from the direction of the elevators, uh, entering the floor, and she—you could tell that she's directing workflow. She's she's got some engineers working on putting out the fires and stopping the uh, the sparking, and she's ordering her soldiers to start rounding up prisoners, that sort of thing. Um, but she is, well, she's doing this on the move and she's like going across the main floor, heading towards the sets of doors where your, your, your party is now sort of looking for treasure. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. I'm standing in the middle of the hallway, shield up, go defense and, uh, a call out in Dorbin. Mm -hmm. Um, I recognize you stand down. Okay. Um, she holds a hand up for her guards to stop. Um, you would probably hear this. What is your reaction inside the treasure room while this is going on? Oh, I remember this one. We spoke with through her via our uh, agent. So you've left the treasure room to see what's going on? I'll just call that out okay. as, I'm, as I'm looking. I'm not going to... I'm a, I'm a rogue. You expect me to stop looting? <laughs> All right. So you have time to call out and loot one chest. Which chest would you like to loot? All right, there was an abjuration, an illusion one, and what was the other one? Uh, this one would be abjuration, this one would be illusion, this one would be conjuration. I'm interested in the conjuration one. Conjuration. All right, um, you don't have an identify ability yet, am I correct? No. All right. Um, it's a tease. I can tell it's magic, but yep, I can't tell it's magic. Absolutely. So, opening this chest, um, I actually make a pick locks roll. Let's see if you can get it done. All right. <laughs> ah, nope. Okay. What? What? What'd you roll? I rolled, uh, that, that'd be like a 10. A 10. No, unfortunately really not. bad. Um, Sorry, so you can't get it. 11. 11, bad. Dad. You're, you're close, what? but you're not no. there. Can't even get it in. Uh, <laughs> so unfortunately you're not My able to. lockpick goes flaccid. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I really got So, Zev is, uh, like, no, knowing that time is limited because sooner or later she's going to have, like, uh, uh, non-friendly eyes on her as she's trying to steal stuff, um, is trying to furiously, like, call calmly over her shoulder and open this treasure chest. And, and unfortunately, it's just multitasking mm -hmm. after a battle like that is just too much. The adrenaline's got your hands shaking, maybe. Absolutely. It's a Mrs. Um, Doubtfire moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um... Now addressing you, uh, Grandolfa is her name, Musgard says, uh, you recognize me, but I don't recognize you. Uh, that is correct. We have slain Zardalok Sunblight. <clears throat> what is in this room is ours by right of spoils, but we can depart from this place without having to kill each other. It'd be my... Can I take advantage of him distracting her and try to get another chest open? 
Yes. <laughs> um, but she gets a contested roll to see. You do stealth. She's going to do a contested roll to see if she can hear you or figure out what's going on. Works for me. Ah, uh, can anybody give me inspiration? No. Nope. <laughs> oh, she, she sees me. What's what would, what'd you got? I know she sees me. I, I fail. I, I roll one. Oh! oh all right. Um, right, as she said, he's saying, ours right, right of spoil. Yeah. I mean, so, saying. example, just make the most of it. <laughs> she, be like, she rolled the three, so you were close <laughs> anyway. But, um, oh, well, if we don't go, but, 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 it's a seven, technically. I mean, it's her or six so cards. If she wants to maybe, fight about spoils, we kill her. Maybe if she beats me. Or if I beat what, her with the my seven. Rule, though? Um, so just to give you a bit of um, background on these chests themselves, uh, you are attempting to pick them, which you're perfectly capable of doing. However, rather than being standard keyhole keyed locks, they are combination locks, uh, um, which you can still pick with regular tools. It's not a, not an issue. Yeah. But um, sort of either seeing or hearing that you are in the background and, and piecing together <laughs> that you're trying to open the chests. She'll uh, call out, and this is addressed to the whole party at this point. Uh, it'd be my preference not to lose any more soldiers in this uh, in this forge. Uh, in the interest of maintaining what little peace we can find here, uh, I would grant you all the spoils except for one chest. There's one chest in there that I desire the contents of. Um. Are you familiar with the workings of this forge enough to shut off or halt the advance of the weapon they released? <clears throat> Knowing Zardarok, there is no shut off from here. Cool. We all hear this. I'd like to insight that. Uh, part, I think this is why Zed fails her stealth check. She just she's just in the middle of a chest and be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> uh, can I insight as well? You may. 19. There is no lie. Zadarak and she'll elaborate. Zadarak was possessed of a paranoia, uh, an unnatural one, and he believed that this day would come to pass. Uh, he manufactured his own destiny in that sense because once he started to become so paranoid that I could no longer control him, I sought to overthrow him, regardless of the source of his paranoia. He knew that someday somebody would come and claim his life, and for that reason, he made sure that once his weapon was released there would be no way to call it back until its mission was done. And what was the mission? You had your hand raised. Um, what caused, do we know what caused the floating cities to stop floating? Uh, it's ancient history, but it's like all sorts of different conflicting stories. Mm-hmm. Um, the mission of the dragon was the destruction of the ten towns. The, uh, my understanding of his plan was correct. The There was too many unruly humans living among the Ten Towns. He wanted to drive them all to Bryn Shander, where he has a small force uh, hidden. And then once they are all safely locked behind their gates, the main force will spring to action from within the gates and take what prisoners he could back here to be his vassals. That's the first thing of the surface world. The meeting of the speakers. Right, which we've thwarted already, thankfully. Mm -hmm. Now, I believe that information uh, earns me my right. I'll take my one chest and provide you the combinations to the other one so you can waste as little time as possible. You yep. have nods and interjects and dwarven. And which one would you prefer? Uh, and she gives you the number in Dwarvish, and it is this one that radiates abjuration magic. Oh, okay. that was going to be the one I was going to pick if you let me pick. <laughs> as, well, as a courtesy, then, I will input it on her behalf. Um, Let's take a look. Yeah, uh, you go to... She provides you um, the combinations to all of the chests all at one time. It's actually written on a sheet. She hands it to Sweet. you. Um, three, four, five. <laughs> combination an idiot would have on his luggage. Um, you go to uh, enter the um, enter the uh, combination into the chest, and the lock clicks open. And as you lift it, uh, I would like a nature roll from you, please. Snakes. Snakes. <laughs> Okay, pretty good, actually. I got a dirty 20. Right, dirty un 20? Untrained. Sexy. Awesome. Yep. Um, this is something you'd probably recognize from having grown up in the Underdark. Uh, opening up, you can see immediately the contents of this uh, are a corpse. Uh, small humanoid. Um, 
from my time in the Underdark, <laughs> I recognize the corpse. But what you, all those abortion clinics. But, yes, <laughs> but what you recognize is actually growing on the corpse. It is yellow mold. Okay. Um, yeah. But this this appears to be um, this appears to be some kind of small humanoid uh, that's been badly it, it died badly. And is uh, sort of been deteriorating. the The corpse is in bad condition, and it's uh, been sort of like semi mummified by this yellow mold. That's that like on leaps, it. leaps back and gets and like it like inches away in her butt in an undignified manner upon seeing yellow mold. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. And one and one of uh, one of Grandolfo's guards slams the lid shut. It's an aberration clinic. You have told us. <laughs> Fuck you. What was it? It, she, uh, she's mm-hmm. just like wiping away the stink. Mm. You didn't touch it. You'll be fine. I'm sure that was very amusing for everybody. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> and uh, you see, you see two of her guards actually exchange coins. <laughs> <laughs> she just she just recomposes herself and like wipes out and like pretends to wipe <laughs> off any spores. <laughs> um, you can give me a perception roll to see what you can see aside from the obvious while you open that chest. That's going to be a sixteen. 16 is pretty good. Um, you can see that as far as riches go uh, on this corpse, there is um, some kind of bejeweled decoration in the eye and a ring on a finger. Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> but you have to touch it to get it, huh? Yeah, pretty much. You got to put your hand in your yellow mold, and that ain't good. Yeah, uh, I, I animated <laughs> it. In, in, her dis- in her disgust, she'll just be like... Get that out of my sight. <laughs> what? Do you need to see it? Because they closed the box. Okay, I go over, open it, animate it. Uh, yeah, no, there's two armed guards in front of it. Are you fighting them? Or? You can ask. Oh, it's it's her box? That's that's her box. Oh, oh I thought this was the one that... Oh, we, fuck. Oh. <laughs> no, that's the one they want. They, no. they want the multi No, this course. is a reference that Kaylee and I have gotten. I'm wondering how long it'll take for you to get. I don't think either of you will. It's no, a small it, humanoid with a gem in its eye and a ring. Oh, it's... Uh, yeah. It's, it's been a few it, years. You didn't but. describe him with a turban, so I didn't... Yeah, Zev's too disgusted to, to even suggest Sai animate the corpse, so... Well, it's, it's hers. I'm it's her corpse. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yep. So if not further opposed, then her guards seal the the, uh, the chest, which is actually more of a sarcophagus, I guess, speaking literally, uh, back up and hoist it out of its cubbyhole and prepare to uh, vacate. Grandolph, uh, if I may be so bold, what will you be doing next? I'll be returning to my home in the Underdark. That's I have good. something valuable to trade. It's good. We have enough to worry about now in Icewind Dale. Do you have any other further intel you can offer us on this dragon? Mm, I'll uh, do you one better. Uh, your uh, distraction upstairs was uh, quite impressive. Took many of my men to keep them from getting to me, but they did their work. Uh, once they have fled or been banished, I'm not sure how that that spell worked. They go away eventually, right? She says to Kuzbalad <laughs> and looks at everybody else, right? Yeah, sure. Um, maybe. Maybe? Um, <laughs> at any rate. <laughs> to, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> at any rate, once you, uh, once you can maneuver past them, there is a uh, work table, a draft table in Zardarok's personal bed uh, bed chambers. It won't help you stop the dragon, but it will tell you where it's going and its flight plan. Flight plan, excuse me. That may be enough. Mm-hmm. Your uh, most generous, Grand Alpha. Paragon amongst your kind. If ever you uh, need to do trade with the Duergar, remember House Musgard. I'll uh, suggest someone else give you a discount. We shall. One, <laughs> one remaining thing. What can you tell me of the Hazak, the Illithid, that was chained up over there? Zarok's pet. He's cruel. My pet Illithid. (laughs) Zarok, uh... He was a miner, and uh, after he came back from a... You know, he's he's an adult. (laughs) He's 14! (laughs) (laughs) Um, He was a miner by trade. Then when he found something... uh, on an expedition, it turned him cruel, crueler than most. And uh, the he le- very likely he's, he seemed to be uh, addicted to it. But whatever the case, whatever he found in the Underdark that uh, offended his delicate senses, 
he brought here and tortured it for fun. I, uh, I don't claim to be any better than the rest of my kind, but the whole world is better without that man. Okay. I'm happy we can come to an agreement. Unless there's anything further my companions require, I believe she, we shall part amicably. Your uh, sled dogs remain unmolested. Thank you You'll for, be happy for that. Your dogs. Um, and I believe there's a corpse on the upper level that belongs to you. Yes. We uh, brought it down in the elevator. Thank you. Zeb just nods solemnly. There is a gem mine in Tourmaline. If uh, if you need it brought s- somewhere to the Ten Towns, and you don't want it slowing you down, as I imagine you don't, we're heading that way. I could make sure it gets there. We got a whole dog sled and an iron tie. I think we can carry the corpse. We will handle the we will handle the body from here. What is going to become of this place once we're gone? Probably collapse. It looks like it's about to fall down around you. Mm. It's built pretty sturdy. Uh, the machinery might not be wor- working anymore, but the structure of the building is likely intact. I believe it will be prudent for us to use it as a place to rest and recoup. We could also evacuate any survivors of the ten towns here. This place is probably safer from the dragon than the rest of the towns. I believe we will use it as a momentary shelter before inevitably chasing a dragon. Uh, and not in the fun way. <laughs> There's a question about the passage to the Underdark, though. If we bring innocent civilians here. So, it is... We can enter a whole different campaign if we just go down just, the yeah. <laughs> There's, like, several points in the book where, like, this this passageway leads to the Underdark. Exploring the Underdark is beyond the scope of this adventure. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit an invisible wall. Yes. It's like when you're running into the mountain. You need to buy the DLC yeah. before yes, you can go yeah. there. Take the words out of my mouth. <laughs> we, we can lock up the windows and we'll block the doors. It's, like, not that big a deal. Even if there's a door to the Underdark, it's a hell of a lot safer than being out where a dragon is kicking your ass. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and right. humans are smarter than we give them credit for. You put a sign on the door that says "Into the Underdark." I bet you they wouldn't go there. They'd line up. I believe the I believe the key would be to tell them there are prizes and candy present in this direction. Then they will definitely not go there. I see you have a white carriage over there with free candy spray painted on the side. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, if there's nothing else for Grandolfa, she will take her sarcophagus and leave. Yep. Yeah, um, and she does. Lyromas. <laughs> um, her, her guards, and the uh, the few other uh, uh, Sunblight Duergar that they are taking captive all retreat back to this passageway that goes to the Underdark, mm-hmm. um, leaving this place more or less uh, quiet in the meantime. Zeb notes this for later in case she needs to go back home. Um, as of right now, uh, this floor, and by extension with a little bit of work, the rest of the fortress is momentarily secure, quiet, warm, and would be suitable for either a short or long rest. It, but there's looting to be done. There yeah. is looting to be done. I think we have to loot and scoot, because that dragon is, like, currently killing people. We need yeah. a rest. Yeah. Um, Una is not interested in the loot. Una is actually, uh, if I can nab a short rest while these guys are looting, mm-hmm. uh, Una's going to go sit next to Papu. Okay. Um, <clears throat> would you like music for that or a scene, or are you just going to, is that just it? Uh, it's one of those very, like, cinematically, like, Una just sort of fades out of the main, and you can sort of see her in the background. She's just mm. sitting next to Papu and, like, talking quietly to him, oh, but not nice. actually. Um, all of the combinations to the locks prove true. Uh, let's see. We'll start with number one. Let's fucking go. Do you want to write it down, or you want me to be the writing down bitch? Um, I am prepared to write down, but... I don't mind. Okay. I'm All right. Um, do, do your... Do chest your number one down. contains a dozen stoppered gourds, each holding a pint of fiercely hot liquor made from fire lichen, which grows in the Underdark. Nice. Each gourd can be sold to a tavern keeper in ten towns for ten gold a pop. Got it. Tasty. Uh, chest number two, and we're just going right down the line. Yep. Uh, holds a gold mask shaped like the visage of a male drow. Uh, and I'm just going to give you the values sure. for what you could trade them for, because I don't want to go through that whole rigmarole. Um, the mask is worth 750 gold pieces. Holy shit. And it is lying on a bed of 350 gold pieces worth of treasure. It's coinage. I, I want that just as personal thing. 
Uh, yeah, I don't think we have much use for the gold, so you might as well keep the cool shit that you want to keep, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, chest number three contains a silver chalice shaped in the likeness of a spider and inlaid with eight obsidian eyes. The entire chalice is worth 250 gold pieces. Um, obsidian is what you need for casting uh, Animate Dead, right? Yeah, you need... Uh, not Animate Dead, uh, Create Undead. Create Undead. Animate Dead you can do whenever, with no... With no components? I think you need, like, Grave Dirt or something, but oh. that's it. Uh, chest number four holds a bundled up... This is the one you were trying to get into real quick. Uh, holds a bundled up gray spider silk robe sewn with dark mantle eyes. Uh, that is not magical. Wrapped inside is a wand that is magical. I want that cloak. Yeah, you can keep the cloak. The cloak is cool. Spider silk. And then there's a wand. This mm-hmm. is Wando Conjure. Yep. Probably conjures spiders. Uh, yes. Chest number five... Uh, contains a dark spider silk cloak made by Drow. It is magical. Uh, illusion magic. That sounds like it might be for me. Um, with a history check, you might be able to recognize the design of this. Let's try it. Yeah, do it, do it! Not a one! I got a 20... I got, I got a 27. That's way more this, than seven! You did it! This is the, uh, the famed Puafwi. The, uh... Yeah. The Drow Cloak of Elven Khan. This would help me. This would help me. If you're both. stealthy, you could you could help it. You could Ooh, use both it. of us could use that though. That's really good. But at the it spi- does require attunement. But a spider so cloak with eyes made from like a dark mantle is so fucking cool. It is really cool. I feel like Zev is let's, for the aesthetic. <laughs> let's talk about the Puafi cloak the, yeah. when we're done with the dragon. Based on each letter. And also somewhat stealthy. Yeah, sure you are. <laughs> and you have spider climb, so it's like I thematic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a, in a couple minutes, I'll have spider climb too. It'll be always on. Hey, you know what? It's you know what? It's winter. I could just layer up. With both cloaks. <laughs> double cloak. Yeah. Um, double bag it. Chest six holds an amber headdress set with three large purple pearls. The entire headdress is worth 2,500 gold pieces. Jesus, Jesus I want, Christ. I want to wear that too. <laughs> I want to, I want how, to how to get mugged in the ten towns. <laughs> I'm coming out of this as an underdark princess. <laughs> Put your light-up dress on top. Yes, and exactly. <laughs> so you're so stealthy with your Fashion show. Cloak. So, okay, and this one's odd. Uh, chest number seven contains a two-foot stall, a two-foot-tall stone statuette. Uh, it weighs 50 pounds. Uh, and anybody could make a religion check? Sure. Why not? 14. is pretty good. Also, nope. also 14. 14. Anybody else make a religion check? I'm sitting on the other side of the room. Fair so. enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, those of you who got 14s would recognize that this is a likeness of the Demogorgon. Of the Demogorgon? Um, those of you who looked at it long enough can also make a charisma saving throw. Oh, I'm proficient uh, at that. I feel like I looked at it long enough. If yeah. we're investigating, yeah. we're long Yeah, enough. I don't know any better. <laughs> It doesn't radiate magic, which is weird. So it's right, 16? It, because because um, I'm going to say that Zev looks away immediately and just, like, has a moment of grief. Yeah. He looks away at the camera like... <sighs> yeah, just, like... Seven. No. Goose Balad shits his pants. No, I think I'm about to be crazy. Uh, give me a D100 roll. <laughs> it's back! <laughs> the chart is here, baby! <laughs> I hate that. 87. Uh, for the next... Uh, three minutes. Uh, <laughs> Effect lasts one d ten minutes. That's some bullshit. That's weird. Um, thank God you're stunned. You just go catatonic. I guess it's just so pretty. Uh, Zevil tried to just cover this up, like clearly, clearly offended by the sight of this cre- this creature. Uh, but then notice that Coos is. Yeah, that is gross. Coos, <laughs> come back to me, Coos. For three minutes, he appears just to be locked in his own brain. Does he do this often? No. But we should destroy this statue or hide it or something. I never want to look at it again. Leave it here. It could be of some use in the future if we need to set a trap. Simply close it in the box. I like the way you think, actually. Be not so afraid, Drow. I like that. Ooh. What a bitch. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you inspiration for being cool. Um and I wanna read this out loud just for the benefit of the people who got my Roma's Easter egg, because this is straight from the fucking book. Chest eight houses an inanimate Sferfneblin skeleton encrusted with yellow mold. The mold releases sports as soon as the chest lid is open. Embedded in one of the skull's eye sockets, it's a false eye made of moonstone. <laughs> 
how could I not? Pretty easy self How could I not put that fucking Easter egg in? That's scary. <laughs> they were listening to the podcast, motherfucker. <laughs> clearly, clearly, they were. Well, the only thing I added was the ring, and yeah, I mean, that was a very like short stretch. Why else would you put the fucking thing in a box? Like it has no loot otherwise. Yeah. Instead, it's like ten gold. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, it's 75 gold for the, uh, the eyepiece. I think the, the yellow mold was meant to be a trap if so, you're yeah. going to the boxes. So, after treating Koos and making sure that he's okay until he finally snaps out of it, mm. um, can I take both cloaks? I mean, yes. The, and, um, and you my, have two my, hands. And my new princess diadem? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I know you also have your glowy dress. Yeah, um, I can wear the cloaks over it. So, the, um, uh, point of order, the, uh, the... Dark Mantle Eye one, the bundled up gray spider silk robe, some of the Dark Mantle Eyes is a robe, not a cloak. So technically you could wear the robe and put so, the cloak over it. So it's over. So that, um, and that also will that, that will replace my dress then. And and that one is um, non-magical, so it's not like it's going to require a tomb or anything. Yeah, but the Pawafwe is. The Pawafwe will. Also, if you're wearing your princess diadem, make sure you don't get into a car or go into a tunnel. Of course. <laughs> um, so it's not a problem right now because it's dark all the time, but don't forget that it is destroyed if it's exposed to sunlight for an hour. Yep. What, the spider silk cloak? The uh, Pawafli. Yeah. And the Pawafli, as a reminder of what it does, when you pull the hood up over your head, uh, perception checks against you to spot you have disadvantage, mm-hmm. and you have advantage on stealth checks made to hide. Oh, yeah. Don't you already have advantage on stealth checks? Nope. No, you just have a stealth that's banging because you expect expertise it, right? I didn't expertise it. I just oh. have plus six stealth from dex. Oh, then yeah, you should get I thought your de- stealth was way better. Yeah, now this is... Uh, now you really are stealthy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a no, real but rogue. There's no sun shining outside. No. So this is, no. This and the aurora doesn't now. count, so... Yeah, no. The, the, you need natural direct sunlight of which you have not seen since you've been in the campus. So, it, it for the time being, until something dramatic changes, that you should be fine to wear it outside at all times. And what's the what's the crown thing again? Uh, I don't remember. The gold mask of the drow, or the... Oh, yeah. um, the other thing, yeah, the amber right. headdress. What the eyes wide piece? Amber, yeah, amber headdress. Yeah. N- neither of those are magical. They are just very valuable. The amber headdress is worth more than a car, so I feel like we should sell that one. <laughs> the amber headdress is yeah. uh, we should... what on it? Uh, uh, it's just three gems, purple three pearls. pearls. Yeah. yeah, so because gold is heavy and that is not, we should hang on to that until we need to trade it for something expensive. Well, and also the, the stance that I've had since session one is we could carry all of this treasure... It is uh, heavy, it is made of metal, it is going to become cold, it is going to stick to your skin, it's going to give you frostbite, and it's going to be hard to haul it up and down mountains, so fuck that shit. I would like to point out that uh, probably selling this is not our first priority, because to sell yes. it, we need the ten towns to still exist. <laughs> we need people to be alive. <laughs> and, and in addition, if the argument is, do we take it with us or not, I mean, don't forget, these are in combination lock chests to which you have the combination in a world full of places where you can just hide them and come back for them when you have the luxury of time. Yeah. yeah. So. so let's hide the valuable non-magical shit. Okay, we can hide the amber headdress. <laughs> no, put <laughs> on my valuable head. shit in one chest, so like... Yeah. But I'm yeah. taking the robe and the cloak. So the question becomes then, it, and you still want to go check out the main floor for the flight plan of the dragon, right? Yep. yep. Um, so if, with all the looting and the talking to Grandolfa and the going up to do that, like, all that stuff is going to take about 30 minutes, I'll say. Um... And that's including, like, sort of waiting for your berserkers to dissipate, because yep. I think they're only around for an hour. Yep. Um, so. <laughs> Wave them out like a smoke. <laughs> yeah, like we're trying to get a fly out the window. Wave it away like a fart. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can see a bunch of disgruntled berserkers, like, out the door. Um. So because you're going to be doing that, you're not going to be in any real danger. Um, I will say that everybody can get the benefit of a short rest while you're doing that. Um, I know that some of you are going to be moving around and doing things, but it's not going to be stressful. I'm going to call it a rest for the sake of resting. Does anybody need a long rest? Um, I am out of hit dice, and I'm at 30 out of 44 hit points. So yes, but we cannot take a long rest right now. Yeah. We cannot do it. Well, we've already... Spent 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah. mostly asked for spellcasters spell here. Hold on. Who, who are Morlocks? Uh, um, it's been an hour, just point of order. Yeah, it's been so 60 minutes. 60 oh, minutes total. I'm 90 well, you said it, it, at the beginning long. of the campaign, it was about 30 minutes. I thought you were saying an hour on top of that. No, it's it was 30 minutes um, between the dragon launching and you killing Zardarok, and then another 30 minutes of talking to drow, or talking to dwarves, looting treasure, and looking for. Okay. For maps. So we're going to say an hour. Um, who has healing spells left? Because she is in terrible shape. Uh, I took a short rest and used my hit dice. Oh, are you actually good now? Yeah. 
Oh, do we have a lot of healing spells left? Because we have a spares. I will attune to the Pwafwi. Okay. I have three spell slots left with a healing spell memorized, well, prepared. Uh, um, and I have five hit points. Ooh. I have not used any of my hit dice. So use all your hit dice first, and then let's see where we stand. I also have... It- Maybe not the best thing in the world, but I have Strength of the Grave, so like if I go to zero, I technically go to one. Cool. And also, Spellcaster is Sorcerer and Druid here. We're going to need a full complement of spells to fight a dragon, I'm pretty sure. No, no, we'll be fine. Let's just go. I think, <laughs> so, <laughs> let's, 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 I'm sorry, what happened to your voice? If we're going to go straight up and go toe-to-toe with this dragon, it doesn't really matter how many spells we're going to get, I think. Sure. I think this is more about warning people and getting things organized. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That is, a, that is a good case to be made. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that is the, if that's what the group wants, then Zap will go with it. That's my pitch. I'm gonna guess she's probably 100 on board because she's been. Well, your I, I, from what Una's been intimating, I I think that there's probably if you guys want to stay here and you get a long rest, she's gonna start walking back to the ten towns without you. Yeah. I, so uh, I will take a moment though to um, while the group's getting ready because you know Zap doesn't require that much rest. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go up to the to, to the elephant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no threat right now, obviously. Nope. So, I'll just release it. Mm-hmm. And now the things are, she's not in a killing mode anymore. She will just say, in undercommon. So, you are released. Do you wish to, do you wish to persist? And, um, it's, it lacks the ability to speak because its telepathy has been... Okay. Hindered by by having its tentacles cut off. Even the, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, so it, it's not really communicating at all. But like, it can hear you, and you can tell by the sort of. I mean, it's got those black, lilted eyes, so it's hard to really read. It's it's impre- It's uh. I'll just I'll just say, shake your head for no, nod your head for yes. And it sort of looks at your daggers and sort of just does one of these. Okay. Cool. Oh. Then. <clears throat> Then think of the the elder brain. I'm the elder Brian. Yeah, it's true. You're old as shit. <laughs> God damn! Are you fart dust me, comes out. It sometimes bones. Question. The bones. Yes. Um, in terms of notifying people, mm. um, I did take the criminal background again. Mm-hmm. Would a criminal contact be useful in this scenario? You're so far removed from civilization. I'm not sure how. Yeah, okay, like we have to get. We have to get to the towns. Well, there's entire presence here. Yeah. Not in this base. No, not like in this room. Yeah, we got to yeah. get to civilization before any of these things are relevant. Right. Although, if we Just, get to a town, you could probably use your criminal contact to get to the other towns. That was my. Yeah, mm. that was my yeah, I, yeah. If you can get back to where you like civilization, then yes, you yeah. probably use. Metagaming that. a touch. He's been uh, antsly shuffling the don't wait the sentries cards for like forty minutes. Yeah. I, but I also fidget, so don't read too much. Into, the, it, in this case, you're right, but in most cases, <laughs> I just fidget. Um, <laughs> <that's funny. laughs> But yeah, I think that's that's an narrative option for yeah, yeah. the skill checks. We will never leave it. Just like a, a point for us to get back to a town. Like I want to um, find Centrum or a connection mm-hmm. to the, yeah. the keep. Yep. Yeah, makes sense. Um, um, is there anything else besides going to look at your uh, flight plan that you want to do in this uh, keep? Because I want to try and move this around a little bit. Move, move I, around a little bit. I, th- I think that's it. We've okay. looted what's significant, and we know where this place is. We can come back to it mm-hmm. as our uh, as our second home. So, it, as you if, if you recall, when you were on the main floor. Um, this is where you entered the base. Um, here was the barracks. This was the dining hall where your uh, mind slave Durgar met with Grandalf for the first time. Yeah. And the elevator room in which you unleashed your berserkers to fight all the Durgar that were still on this first floor. Uh, when you did your walkthrough, you ignored this door that goes up. This is Zardarok's private bedchamber up here. And in there is a table, sort of like... Um, Whenever you see the war room in a movie and they've got all the little models that move around, um, he's got something similar that is a very, um, yeah, a very good likeness of the Ten Towns. Our minis are on there. (laughs) Yeah, here, your minis are on there. He does have minis of Duergar that, you know, are are moving around. A couple of D20s. A couple of D20s, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And he's also got uh, minis you can see that represent um, uh, a different... Martial forces throughout the ten towns. You know he's got um, a mini that represents the Black Knights that are housed at Cairdinival. He's got a, a mini that rep- that represents the Targos Guard with a ballista mounted to it. He's got uh, another ballista um, positioned at Bryn Shander. Um, 
And you can tell that, you know, he's he's been getting reports from the front on which cities are going to be giving him the hardest time. And you can tell that he's sort of been putting his little Duergar minis in position where they can be the most destructive. Um, and then mounted to the table on a track that goes around is um, a model of the Chartle and Dragon you saw, only like pseudo-dragon sized. Um, this radiates magic. Um and the on the table itself is uh, just like a, a mechanical crank. And as you crank the um, the dra- as you do crank, the dragon will goes from town to town. And I will give you the order of the towns that it's going to hit. Starts with Dugan's Hole. Starts with Dugan's Hole. Come it on, starts, Dugan's yeah. Hole. It starts with Dugan's Hole. Yay! Yay! Yes. Okay, we do have some time. We have to save the nine towns. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> of value is lost. <laughs> In um, fact, that was the one thing he did to make the world a better place. <laughs> the last gift he gave us is yep. to fuck up. The Dugan's dragon starts hole. there and goes to the other ones to kill all the refugees from Dugan's Hole as they <laughs> And then it just comes back. It just really hated Dugan's Hole. No, um So after you do that, I do want to ask if we could get a quick refresher on the numbers on the board, just because Yes, at some absolutely. Point, but let's do that first. Um, you know what? I'll do you one better, my dear. What was the magical thing again? Uh, the dragon actually the dragon. radiates magic. It's probably made of Charlin, right? It is made of Charlin, but it's it's enchanted on top of that. Oh. We should take that with us. Is it falcon shaped? You should see I if you can crank it backwards it. and get it to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. All right, um, all right. You are actually down here. You can't see where you are, but where, where this red line is, you're at the terminus of that one. Dugan's right butthole. So it is going to go to Dugan's Hole, to Goodmead, uh. to East Haven, then up north to Cairdinaval, Kirkonig. Um, to Termalane, up to Lonelywood, down to Bremen, to Targos, and finally to Bryn Shander. So literally forcing refugees to Bryn Shander for the final showdown. Right. Yes. Dugan's Hole, Goodmead. Dugan's Hole, Goodmead, East Haven. The good news is when it gets to Goodmead, it's going to have to fight a dinosaur. That's probably badass as shit. We should just go to Goodmead to watch that. Dinosaur <laughs> can't fly. It's true. Popcorn. It's really. Yeah, it's not made out of Charlotte. <laughs> uh, East Haven, Caradineval, Caraconeg. Yep. Your dick's buzzing. Yeah, it likes you. And on the map, we're at number four. Uh, up on our big map, our wall map. No, we uh, are down you're by number eight. eight. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, so, and this this map is um, it's north is sort of the upper right hand corner of the yeah, screen, yeah. so it, it's kind of a weird. It's a little tilty. Yeah. And then Lonelywood, Tourmaline, Bremen, Targos. Uh, actually, Tourmaline, Lonelywood, Tourmaline, then Lonelywood, and then across the lake to Bremen, Bremen and Targos. down from Targos into Bryn Shander. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So eight is where we are right now. One okay. is the Goblin Fortress that we burned down. Yeah, we did that one. That's Two is on the fire. standing stones of the dead giants, the long dead giants. Mm-hmm. And we did that, and that's the one where the weird mirror is. Uh, no, that was a separate location that was its own thing that, that we found out in the wild. Yeah, that was yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, right, right. Um, up by Lonelywood, that is, I think, the reminder that there is a lost explorer who has equipment that we're supposed to go get back for a gnome that lives in one of the ten towns. Um, let's see, number seven or three are the cabin for the druid giant who had the awakened killer the whale. whale. Yep. Um... One I, of them is a prison. Yep. Five is seven. the prison, I thought. Oh, right. Yep. Yep. Because uh, it's basically Siberia. And then I forget what four is and what the other lake is. Uh, let's see. Four. Well, they had that prison in the D&D movie. Four is the glacier, right? No, the gla- you can see the glaciers marked on the very right. Yeah, it actually yeah. begins all the way in the upper right corner. Uh, four is the uh, tower that the now-burned wizard Dazan had sent yes. adventurers to That's check out. That's right, yeah. So that is on our list, but it's a low priority item on our list. Right. Um, it seems like the option is to. Um, we could do the level up. Since our feeling on Dugan's Hole appears to be mutual, um, <laughs> Zeb doesn't even know about Dugan's Hole, but it's. Um, we go to Good Mead to head off the dragon. Yeah, that's or at how least it's get be. people out of Good Mead. Yeah. So and, and mobilize the dinosaur. Yeah. Here's a um, here's a knowledge dump for you on travel times. Um, the, you, you can't see where you are, but there are two ways to get from Sunblight back over the mountains to start across the tundra to get back to the Ten Towns. Um, you can go either directly down the mountain, like, 
end of fucking uh, Grinch Who Stole Christmas style, just with wild abandon, charging down the mountain and hope that you don't fucking die. Put the dogs on the sled because we're going downhill the whole Basically, way. Basically, yeah. yeah. And that is the dangerous way, but it's much quicker. Um, the safer way, but is longer, is to go around the mountain to the natural valley and come out in the same spot, but it's going to be an extra six miles of travel. We are going the dangerous way. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I get my levitate spell ready. <laughs> um, so, for this red line that is two miles, you'll be able to move at one mile an hour. Um, it's treacherous, so you, you can't really, like, you know... You can't um, just go wild and go crazy. Are we bringing Pabu's body on this? As we, are we using his body as a sled? Sure. It's big enough. <laughs> Toboggan him! Okay. Well, is there any part of the forge that's particularly cold? Can we just put him in cold storage here? I mean, the, where where he was on the top floor is very cold because that door that the dragon flew out of is open, yeah. so it's the open air right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Pop the elevator yeah. back up. Then the elevator he, back he's up. He's already got gentle repose on him. Well, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. We can just set him in the treasure room. Yeah. yeah. What should we do um, with this pseudo-dragon, by the way? Um... Bend over, I'll show uh, Real quick, just as an experiment, can you turn the crank backwards? Uh, yeah, it just goes backwards. So just reset it back to the, the fortress. I'm just curious if it'll make the dragon come back. <laughs> you never know, man. I start cranking. Listen, um, Hold on, we got a hand up. What's up? Just in terms of... So we're planning to evacuate people back to the forge, correct? If we have to. Okay. How many people tops do we think the forge can accommodate? Comfortably or just total? I mean, the refugees, it's not going to be comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, using the two, you know, I, I would say the top floor is probably not useful for anything because of that garage door situation makes it too cold. Using the middle and bottom floor, you could probably fit 350 people in here. That's pretty good. That's a whole town in the Ten Towns. Mm-hmm. Without Dugan's hole. That's one whole town. <laughs> also, I mean, and I don't know how, I'm getting out of this one whole town. Two, two other... Potential locate. Well, I don't think we want to send people to that weird giant circle. Of pe- Never yeah. mind. Nope. Um, nope. But maybe not the best idea. But if the dragon totally fucking wrecks Dugan's hole and then is going on a certain path, we could always be like, go back to Dugan's hole. He's already done there. Like, but that that's actually re- a good point. That <laughs> would require going back to Dugan's hole. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but also, if it it's a dragon, if it destroys Dugan's hole, there's not going to be a lot of shelter. Does anybody have the fly spell? No. Um. It would still have more shelter than being out in the middle of nowhere. Because at least you'd still have the wreckage to rebuild structures and make, like, shanty towns. And yeah. mm-hmm. That is actually a pretty good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly for a place like Goodmead. I mean, Dugan's Hall is a shit, pli- shit pile. Goodmead had a whole bunch of, like, actually large structures. And it was built on a lake. Like, defensible. It's got food supplies. It, once it's destroyed, it's the safest place in the ten towns, ironically. Mm-hmm. So, just to get back to what I was saying before, so you can make some proper plans. Um, if you take the shortcut down the mountain... And you don't fuck it up. And then you go directly to Goodmead, which it sounds like that's that would be your plan. You're talking about um, about seven, I'd say eight, eight hours. Eight hours to get, um, no, I guess, I guess seven hours. Seven hours to get to Goodmead. You don't know how fast the dragon is, but clearly it's much faster than you. Yeah, we caught an eye on it flying out. We don't know how long it'll take to level Dugan's hole. Yeah. And it's been gone for an hour by the time by the time you're ready to set out, it will have been gone for an hour. Uh, my recommendation is, uh, once we safely get the sled over the mountain, head off in the direction of Goodmead, and I'll get on the spoon and haul ass through the air so that I can see if Goodmead's already a wreckage and we can divert and go to, to East, East Haven. Haven. Yeah. Because I'll fly faster than the dog sled can go. Fly, and that also um, <laughs> keeps at least one of us from dying horribly going down the mountain on a dog sled. Yeah, I got to stay with the dog sled to get you over the mountain first. Yeah, yeah I, it, I got another blank character sheet rolled up. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so it sounds like the plan is, if I'm reading this correctly, is the party gets on the dog sled and goes the shortcut down the mountain. Um, then once you are safely down the mountain, assuming you get safely down the mountain, Kuspalad makes a beeline for um, Goodmead. On the broom, and the rest of you take the dog sled behind him to Goodmead, and we'll in, we'll meet up there. Yeah, and basically, if it's already a wreck, I'll meet them right about where that river is on the map, and have them divert to East Haven instead. Okay, and what is the fly speed on the broom? Sixty feet. Okay, um, but I'll be you know obviously double moving, and I don't get tired riding the spoon. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so I will say that. 
Jeez, I don't want to do the math of what 60 feet is over the course of 12 miles or 10 miles. Uh, it's, it's sort of, it's what, 25% faster than a dog sled, right? So if it took seven hours, it's about five hours by yeah. flight. Um, and then I don't get tired, so probably cut another hour off. All right. I don't know if this dangerous route's going to be the thing. This dangerous route's going to totally be the thing, but before we do it, uh, what is size situation after spending hit dice? Because we still need to talk about hit points. I'm full up, but no hit dice. Okay. Can you spare a healing spell for me? Sure. Level one would be fine. I'm only at 30 hit points. I'm a little worried about well, that. You're, yeah, you're only going to get a level one. That's... <laughs> you get Good what news. you get, <laughs> And you'll like it! Uh, so you get in... Five hit points? Just five? Okay. Yeah. All right. I will take it. Thank you. 